Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Superlight Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Superlight shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. In 5, It's time for the Rundown with Rob Sanders. Well, we're waiting. Welcome into the Rundown. It is the Friday edition here on Fox Sports Radio 1400. Around the world on the iHeartRadio app, out to the phones we go as we hit the hotline and welcome in the hardest working retired man I know, Mr. Mike Mooneyham. Mike, good afternoon, sir. Hello, Mike. Oh, let's try that again. And there we go. Let's see what I'm doing wrong here. As my phones are not working with me for a minute. Okay, let's try it again. Hello, Mike. Hey, Rob. We must have lost connection. Oh, that's all right, man. I appreciate you joining me this afternoon on the rundown. Of course, the I, I get. I, are you still retired? It seems like you're writing more now than when you were, like, working. <laughs> yeah, officially I am retired, but unofficially, yeah, I'm still I'm, I'm still plugging away. All right, so you've got a new book that just, uh, we've talked about it before, but it just kind of came out, and it's called Final Bell. And I, uh, when you actually get a chance to come in to Columbia, I want to uh, bring you in studio, and we could talk a lot more about that. But for our listeners sure. tuning in, tell us a little bit about the concept behind Final Bell. Well, the concept behind it is, is pretty simple. Uh, some of the best columns I've written over, which will be 30 years coming up next month, involved people I've known in the industry, friends, uh, colleagues, and uh, I guess most of my best well-read columns were the ones I did on um, those people who had passed away in our profession. So I decided to compile uh, a list of those, uh, of those people and those columns and put it in one book, and that's what I've done here. Um, the book has 37 tributes to uh, some of the real legends in our business. And it, it's really, I, I really love this book because it's sort of a labor of love. Um, I always want to give these guys great send-offs, and, and it's really tribute to some of the real greats in, in our business. And uh, the book has been out for a week now, and I'm happy to say sales are going through the roof. Uh, it's been well-received in the wrestling community. I think the nostalgia just strikes uh, strikes a chord with a lot of fans, and uh, I'm really happy about this book. I'm so glad I, I, I did it. And you've got tributes in there to lots of different stars. If I remember correctly, I think Dusty Rhodes' tribute is in this book. Yeah, absolutely. Um, people like Dusty Rhodes, Jack Briscoe, Roddy Piper, uh, Fabulous Moolah, Wahoo McDaniel, Bobby Smith. 
a lot of a lot of really great people in this business who who have meant so much to me personally, and um, it's a very positive, uplifting book. And um, I, I think people out there, especially, you don't really have to be a longtime fan or an old school fan. I think current fans will will uh, relate to, to a lot of these people in the book. Of course, the book is called Final Bell, and it's basically a tribute to wrestling legends. And uh, Mike Mooneyham, the author, we appreciate him joining us today. If folks want to get a hold of your book, how do they do that? Uh, well, they can go to my Facebook page. I've got a lot of, um, I've got some links to Evening Post Books, which is the publisher. Um, they can go to evepostbooks.com, evepostbooks.com. Books.com. Uh, they can just Google my name, Mike Mooneyham, and Final Bell, and it'll take them to the link. Or just get on my Facebook page, Mike Mooneyham, or uh, on Twitter, uh, by Mike Mooneyham, and I'll have the link. And it's also, if you're an old-school kind of wrestling fan, following Mike on, on Twitter and Facebook is great because he's got a lot of, uh, on this date, this happened, on that date, that happened, with lots of, like, retro picks of wrestlers, uh, I love it when you post pictures of like Ric Flair in the like early '80s, you know. And it's like Ric Flair won a chain match with so and so and so and so in in 1984. And I'm like, holy crap, that doesn't look like Ric Flair. And it's like, oh, that is Ric Flair. So for somebody my age, it's just really cool to kind of step back and look at that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know, I enjoy doing that. I go back a good ways in the business. I started back in um, the mid-60s, so I've been doing this for more than 50 years, believe it or not. And uh, some of my posts go back, you know, did you know on this date in July 2nd, 1964? And, you know, a lot of older fans will remember some of these names. But, um, yeah, it's pretty cool. I, I love nostalgia. And, and you know, uh, uh, next month will mark 30 30- uh, 30 consecutive years of me writing this column in the Post and Courier. So, I mean, wow. that's, that's, it's the longest running column in the country. It's, it's been a really great run. It, it really has. And, uh, of course, you can find his weekly work at uh, the Post and Courier's website or to just follow him on Twitter at by Mike Mooneyham, and you can uh, check out all of his work. But I tell you what, big card this weekend with WrestleMania. And the first thing I've got to ask you about this card I know you've been covering this the, the industry for a long time. Am I a bad fan, Mike, if I think that WrestleMania is just too damn long? Oh my goodness it it is it is excruciatingly long. If you and, give you know, me permission, I, I then I can say that. I'm just I, I mean, last year's show I think was five and a half hours long or something like that. Yeah. It's just yeah, just too long. Be, Do you think they should take some more long stuff long. out of it or? This is going to be like seven hours long. And I guess if you're, you know, I mean, I'm a huge college football fan, and that's like watching at least two games nonstop, and that's that's tough for anyone. Um, you know, I would suggest just take a, taking some breaks in between in between uh, segments. I, I would personally, I would like for them to cut it down, streamline it a little, streamline it a little bit, right, and uh, make it a little cohesive. There's so much fluff involved. You know, there's about three or four matches that I'm really, really interested in. But the, um, the rest of the matches are okay. You know, out of those seven-plus hours, I'm going to really be plugged into maybe three big matches on the show. Yeah, I agree with you on that, but I have the Rob Sanders theory on how to fix it. 
And I know yeah. this this makes this makes Vince more money, so he, he should appreciate this. Why not have a SmackDown WrestleMania and a Raw WrestleMania? I mean, it makes it makes yeah. the most sense. You can do it on consecutive weekends, or even do it on consecutive days. Have that yeah. on on Saturday and Sunday. Those are your two WrestleMania days, and then that's it. I, I just think that it would make it better because you could have obviously. Instead of just throwing a bunch of people into one match, I mean, you could have more storylines, have two three-and-a-half-hour pay-per-views, and people aren't going to lose their mind. That certainly would break it down a bit. You, you know, the thing is, there's so many there's so many events planned during that week, especially that weekend of WrestleMania. You've got all these different promotions. You've got, like, the Hall of Fame, the NXT TakeOver, the, uh, I mean, it's it, it, it's nonstop, so may, maybe that would work. It certainly would be a good way to split that event in half. But um, I think a lot of fans are just going to be suffer from wrestling fatigue after this weekend. There are some interesting matches on the card. Um, you mentioned the big three matches. I mean, obviously, with the women taking the headlining role in this WrestleMania, First of all, do you think that, and, and I'm a guy that I love to watch the women wrestle, but do you think the mainstream audience is going to completely get on board with that without having the men as the main event? It's going to be very interesting to see how this pans out. Personally, myself, I think I think the time is right for the women to headline. If there ever was a year, this is it. You know, you get this huge crossover attraction like Ronda Rousey, you get Charlotte Flair, who's undoubtedly the, the most uh, the most talented performer on the women's roster, and I might even venture to say she's the most talented athlete on the entire WWE roster. Right. And then you have Becky Lynch, who is like, you know, it's lightning in a bottle for WWE. She's like the biggest uh, she's the biggest star in quite a while. Uh, you've got these three different elements combining for a perfect storm, and I'm really looking, honestly, I'm looking forward to this match more than any other match on the show. I think they're going to, I think they're going to do everything they can to steal the show. And exactly, you know, will it be a three and a half star? Will it be a four and a half star? Will it be a five star? Um, that's kind of the intrigue behind this, this match. And, and, uh, I think, I think it will be well received. I'll go on record as saying this will, uh, this will turn a lot of heads if those heads haven't been turned already. I think the thing that may get it is everybody may be wrestle fatigued out, but I do think that you've got the right three women in there. Um, Ronda Rousey pretty much stole the show last year in, at WrestleMania and basically her infancy as a performer. But uh, my one question more about that match, do you think that uh, Becky Lynch is essentially the female version of a Stone Cold Steve Austin? Uh, probably something between an Austin and a CM Punk. And, you know, you got to realize this is kind of relatively new with Becky. She has not been, she hasn't been in the, in the, you know, the spotlight really that long. It wasn't until, you know, SummerSlam that uh, she really uh, made the slap that was heard across the world. But I think it, and it's very tough. I mean, she's, she's on top right now. There's no doubt about it. But if, you know, unless there's a huge misstep on WWE creative's part, I think Becky Lynch has the, um, I think she has the ability and she certainly has the charisma 
to really become that big of a figure, you know, sort of in a Steve Austin mold or, you know, CM Punk, sort of a rebel that uh, that ruffles management's feathers. So they can they can take this a long way if they do it the you know if they do it the right way. All right. So my next question for you though is that the men's championship matches are it's almost seems like they're their second fiddle. I think two of the best workers are Daniel Bryan and Kofi Kingston and they're they're gonna be like I don't want to say buried in the card, but it, it just seems like oh yeah, they're having that match. Great. But we're all gonna be strapped in trying to get hyped up for this women's match, but I think that match is going to be a heck of a match on Sunday afternoon. Oh, I agree 100%. This is uh, this is probably Kofi Kingston's coming out moment. I really think they're going to give him the title. I think at the end of the show, you're going to see, you know, you're going to see Kofi walk out with the title. You're going to see Becky walk out with the title. You know, a lot of fans are going to go home happy in this one, I'm pretty sure. And, um, you know, you might even see Seth Rollins walk away, too. So if that's the case, you've got three big baby faces, you know, in main event spots that, uh, you know, we have no field winners at that point. So it could be just a, one of the WWE events where, you know, fans go home happy if they're going for the baby face. It does seem like the baby faces do go over at wrestlemania for the most part but it just seems like all signs are pointing to especially title changes with we've heard rumors about ronda rousey maybe taking some time off there's always the rumor of brock lesnar's going to go and fight in ufc and it just it just makes sense for all of that to happen but a couple of other matches that are on the card including uh the triple h batista match i'm kind of concerned about that because Let's be honest, both of these guys are, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful to older people, but these guys are old. I'm worried somebody may get hurt in the ring, man. Am I, am, am I wrong for that? No, that's my concern, too, especially old Dave. You know, he's, uh, he's 50 years old, and he, I'm sure he's got a lot of ring rust. Um, I'm pretty certain they're going to keep it, you know, fairly simple. They're not, you won't see Dave do a hurricane or you won't see him, you know, coming off of the ladder. But there's a certain amount of intrigue in this match, too. You know, the the popular theory would be Triple H goes over since, of course, you know, he's still in the company and Batista's like a one, probably a one-and-done, at least for the house. But, you know, I'm thinking everything is so predictable. Something screwy's got to happen somewhere in that, you know, in those main event matches. Can't see the baby going over in every match. I don't know. I, I just don't think they can do it that way. Something funny is going to happen. And I don't know which match it's going to happen in. You, you know, I completely agree with you on that, but there are a couple other little things I want to ask you about before we get you out of here this afternoon. Of course, Mike Mooneyham joining us today here on The Rundown. We appreciate that. Um, the Kurt Angle match with Baron Corbin, it seems like there's just a a backlash against that match. You know, we haven't heard anything about the Undertaker being scheduled. We haven't heard anything about John Cena being scheduled. I think that's going to be one of the WrestleMania surprises. Is Corbin's going to come out with his whole big thing? He's you know coming out to take care of Kurt Angle, and then somebody just runs in and basically knocks him out. And we have one of these legends come back to give Kurt Angle a proper quote farewell match. Does that does that make sense, or am I just that far out? I mean. John Cena has to be at WrestleMania. He's healthy. I, I mean, I can get The Undertaker being as old as he is, but 
it seems like there has to be a spot for John Cena on this card. You know, I didn't really think about it that way, but you're exactly right. That that would be the pop. That would be the surprise pop on that show. That really, uh, that would that look, that would energize a very fatigued audience at that point if they went that way. Otherwise, you know, it, it, to me, it's like a popcorn match. I have, I have zero interest in seeing Baron Corbin wrestle Kurt Angle. Um, I think Kurt. I think there just should be a better send off. You know, there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of negative reaction when it when it was announced that Baron Corbin would be Kurt Angle's final match. So, you know, that's, that's a great idea, and I hope they do something like that. I'd love to see John Cena come out and make that match so much memorable. It would be like, uh, you know, it, it, would be, it would be remembered for a long time in WrestleMania lore. Um, I just don't, I think Angle against Corbin, you know, that's going to get lost, and nobody really cares, and nobody actually, I don't think many people want to see that match. I, uh, no. I completely agree with you on that, but I like the idea of John Cena coming in and starting with Kurt Angle and then John Cena sending Kurt Angle out. I just I think yeah. that just makes the most sense to me. But then again, I'm not on the creative staff. If I were, that's what I would do, and then Vince would probably fire me, but that's fine. Mike, well, I'd back you up. I, you'd back, back me up. up. That'd be all right. All right, so yeah. folks need to follow you on Twitter at by Mike Mooneyham, and, of course, on Facebook you can find him there. Mike, I am really jacked up about your book. I've got to order my copy because that's something that I can read when uh, I go on vacation this summer. I'm really looking forward to uh, checking out Final Bell. But, Mike, once again, thank you for joining us today on The Rundown, buddy. My pleasure, as always. All right, Mike Mooneyham from The Post and Courier. We appreciate him joining us on The Rundown. It is so uh, great to bring uh, somebody on that I've read his column as long as I can remember, and it's just been it's part of my Sunday routine. Now, it's so great because I used to live in Charleston when I was younger, and I would go out and find, get on, uh, get someone to get me a Sunday newspaper so I could read Mike Mooneyham's column. Then as I got older and I got a smartphone, I'm all about the, you know, pulling it up on online and reading his column. It's, it's one of the best things you read, even if you're not into wrestling. His tributes to some of these guys are amazing. I mean, it just just heartfelt, and it kind of gives you perspective on some of the greatest professional wrestlers of all time. So Final Bell is his book. Of course, Mike Mooneyham joining us here on the rundown. We appreciate that, as always. In our next segment, we're going to talk about women's rights. Yes, don't, don't tune it out. An interesting story came out today from uh, Notre Dame's Muffet McGraw. I'll play you the clips of what she said in just a moment. You're listening to The Rundown on Fox Sports Radio 1400. Welcome back to The Rundown. I'm Rob Sanders. Thanks for joining me here on Fox Sports Radio 1400 and around the world on the iHeartRadio app. appreciate Mike Mooneyham joining me here earlier with some WrestleMania talk. And, of course, I talked a little bit about his book. We appreciate him uh taking a little time out for us here of course it is a friday afternoon here in the midlands looks like the rain's gonna clear out i'm not a weatherman but hey it's it'd be great if we had like some sunshine tomorrow everybody going up to clemson or going out to south carolina spring game yeah that sounds like fun hopefully it doesn't rain and ruin everybody's time all right but i've got something that i want to play for you here this afternoon notre dame's 
basketball coach for Notre Dame's women's basketball coach, Muffet McGraw, had some interesting comments what today and uh, actually it was yesterday because her games today. But basically, she talked about women's rights in our country. And I, I don't think that it's kind of tough for me because I've got I've got the daughters at home. And a lot of what she says makes sense, but what she's doing to fix it really doesn't. So here's the comments from Muffet McGraw as her team is set to square off in the Final Four with UConn tonight. Did you know that the Equal Rights Amendment was introduced in 1967 and it still hasn't passed? We need 38 states to agree that discrimination on the basis of sex is unconstitutional. We've had a record number of women running for office and winning, and still we have 23% of the House and 25% of the Senate. I'm getting tired of the novelty of the first American, the first female governor of this state, the first female African-American mayor of this city. When is it going to become the norm instead of the exception? How are these young women looking up and seeing someone that looks like them preparing them for the future? We don't have enough female role models. We don't have enough visible women leaders. We don't have enough women in power. Girls are socialized to know when they come out, gender roles are already set. Men run the world. Men have the power. Men make the decisions. It's always the men that is the stronger one. And when these girls are coming out, who are they looking up to to tell them that that's not the way it has to be? And where better to do that than in sports? All these millions of girls that play sports across the country, they could come out every day, and we're teaching them great things about life skills, but wouldn't it be great if we could teach them to watch how women lead? This is a path for you to take to get to the point where in this country we have 50% of women in power. We have less, less now, right now less than 5% of women are CEOs of Fortune 500 companies. So yes, when you look at men's basketball and 99% of the jobs go to men, why shouldn't 100 or 99% of the jobs in women's basketball go to women? Maybe it's because we only have 10% women athletic directors in Division I. People hire people who look like them, and that's the problem. Muffin McGraw, the Notre Dame head coach. Now, I have to say I agree with her on some of that. Okay? Do I think we need to have more women that are in power? Yes, I do. Do I think our state is backwards when it comes to actual elections and putting women in office? Yes, I do. I absolutely, 100%, certainly do. Don't call me with Nikki Haley and this and that. I, I, I don't want to hear it, okay? The majority of our state Senate runs unopposed. The majority of our House members run unopposed. It just happens that way. But what I do think that we have, though, is the capability where if a woman wanted to run and wanted to do something, they have the capability to do it. It's not like they, they at the... If you go to an election hall or if you go to an election headquarters and you say, okay, um, I want to put myself on a ballot, that you're not going to get on a ballot because you are. The way that McGraw talks is that no women are, are, are have the capability of being in those offices. I don't think that we're that backwards as a country. Okay. 
I didn't like Hillary Clinton, but she was within, she won the popular vote in our country to be the president of the United States. She didn't win the Electoral College, which is what matters, but she won the popular vote. All right, so that should tell you that our country is doing better on that front, is that more people in our country wanted Hillary Clinton to be the president of the United States over Donald Trump. Donald Trump is the president. Please don't call me with Donald Trump as your president, Rob. You're a flaming liberal. It has nothing to do with that. I'm not a flaming liberal, by the way. But the point I'm making is, is that women have opportunities to do things. Now, I do think that there is a discrepancy in our country with um, wages and things like that, but I think that people are trying to do better with it. To give you an example, I, I work for iHeartMedia here in Columbia. Our market, com- our market controller is a lady, and she's been there since I've been here 17 years. She worked her way up from being an executive assistant all the way up to being basically you can't get, you know, you can't hire or fire anybody in this building without her. But the way that Muffet McGraw, according to an interview she did with Think Progress, she says she's no longer going to hire male assistants. I have a serious problem with that. How do you expect things to get better when you're being sexist in your own right? I, I mean, if you're just saying, I'm not going to hire somebody because they're a man, and that's what she told Think Progress, that's, that's sexist. I don't get it. 803-978-1832, 803-978-1832. You can have the message that she wants, but you know what she could do? She could theoretically say, you know what? I'm going to hire the best candidate. Why? Because that's what you're supposed to do. If you have two candidates and one's a male and one's a female and, you know, they, they match up perfectly, you pick the one you like the best, but I mean, it can't come down to, I'm just going to hire somebody because she's a female. I think that's close-minded. Absolutely close-minded. 803-978-1832, 803-978-1832. Do you agree with Muffet McGraw, the Notre Dame women's coach? Gina Auriyama, the head coach at Connecticut, obviously one of the best college coaches in the country, disagrees with her, but she thinks... Basically, especially on the on the athletic front, women don't get what they deserve. I disagree. 803-978-1832, 803-978-1832 is the number to call. If you want to sound off on Muffet McGraw, if you want to talk a little bit about WrestleMania, we can get into that as well. Also, we put this caller here on hold for a second. We'll take them when we come back. But also this afternoon, we'll get into some other stuff here, including some NFL rumors. Uh-oh, who's going where? We'll talk about that and more in just a moment. You're listening to The Rundown on Fox Sports Radio 1400. Welcome back to The Rundown. Out to the phones we go. Big T, welcome into the show, man. How you doing? Doing good. Good to How hear you? from you, buddy. Man, I was talking about Muffet McGraw earlier. 
What do you think about her comments and her saying, hey, I'm not going to hire any male assistants on my staff because the women need these jobs? Well, I think it's frustration. Um, um, and, I, and, I, and I'm saying I think that door should swing both ways. You know, I, I, don't, I think some women out there qualified to coach some D1 men team. I think Don Stady could do it. I think she could too. You know, and I, I don't. I don't see. I don't see. I don't see any out there. Yeah. I may be wrong, but uh, I, I haven't seen any. Would you take Don Staley to coach the USC men if Frank Martin were there? We're not there. She had the capabilities of doing it. I agree with you on that. But do you think that? Do you agree with McGraw's stance that she's just going to hire female assistants, even if she has a male assistant that? may have the same no. capabilities. No, I don't. But but when you say that the uh, it's a sexist attitude, it probably is. But uh, it could, like I said, I think it swing both ways. you got a, a lot of uh, men thinking the same way. They don't want women, you know, coaching, coaching men teams. Right, well, let me ask and you this. I'm sure that there's quite a few in the country that's capable of doing it. Let me ask you this. If you had a young man that was going to a high school and uh, your young man had the capability to maybe be a fringe one talent, D one talent, but that high school had a female coach. Would you want him to play for her, or possibly a different school with a male head coach? It wouldn't matter to me. And I, I and I'm thinking I'm, I, I agree with you that it's a sexist attitude. Uh, you, should, you should hire the best uh, available person, and, but that could go uh, a, a woman could be a best best available person for a man's team too. You know what I'm saying? So yes, that sir. that uh, you, it's it's it it it, it, it it's kind of convenient to say that hey, you know that 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 it, it ought you ought to have the best available person when it's pertaining to the women's team, but you you got to think the same way about the men too. Hey, big team man, thanks for joining that's me on the opinion, program. Man. Have a good. Hey, that's great, man. I appreciate listen. you listening. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna hang up and listen, man. Have a good day. All right, big team. Thank you for joining the Bye-bye. program. Muffet McGraw making her statement. She goes out on the floor tonight with her Notre Dame women, which, by the way, they could they could uh, they could really hammer it to uh, Gino Army Gino Army Gino Ariama. Have a hard time pronouncing that name. Maybe we should get somebody in here who could actually speak English correctly. <laughs> you could tell that uh, our program uh, our programming staff here did not discriminate against the fact that uh, I have issues with speaking correctly. But they still, I still managed to work my way up to get my own show here. All right, but I, I still think that there's better things for her to do, in my opinion. And she could sound off at every turn. She could go and do work with other coaches and convince them that, hey, this is the way that you should go. But I do agree with Big T to an extent where yeah, there aren't any, you know, Division One men's bas- or men's basketball programs that have a women's coach. I like what uh, the San Antonio Spurs are doing with uh, Becky Hammond, who is considered one of the best basketball minds on the planet. They've got her working with their uh, the the Spurs team, and it seems to be working out well for them. Let's head back out to the phones. Good afternoon. Welcome into the rundown. Hey, Rob. Um, hey, what's up? Yeah, yeah, man. Just the the obsession nowadays with uh, uh, every facet of life, every walk of life, every profession. Literally, everything has to represent the black, white, male, female. You know, ratios of the population. 
it's it's it doesn't make any sense. It it, it can't be done. Number one, um, and for her to say that she's not going to hire men is it doesn't even dignify a response, right? I mean, it's openly sexist. It's like saying, um, uh, let's just take an example. Well, why are there more? You know, uh, African Americans make up 13 percent of the population, yet they make up 90 percent of the NBA. Well, I demand a change. Well, I'm with you. I, 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 am I not making the connection here? No, I mean I get it, but and but the thing that she said too was, and and she kind of hung herself in her statement saying, uh, we need to get to a point where we're fifty fifty with men and women running the country. That's that's insane. Uh, that, of that's course, that's not, insane. That's not feasible on any level for that to happen. I mean, because we could get to a point where seventy percent of the elected officials are women, and then what? Is she going to fight that other way to get the other twenty percent back to the men? Well, no, of course not, because it's not really about equal representation. It's about getting back at white men, and that's the that's my take anyway. And I guarantee you, a lot of people agree with me. It's about getting back at people. It's about revenge for the way things have historically, traditionally been. That's my take. Hey, man, I appreciate you joining us on the program today. Thanks so much, buddy. All right, well, there's another another take on that. I, I, just, think that, I just think that as a society, if I own a business, even when I'm working here at iHeart, I, I work with, with female sales reps. I have females in management. I've never I've never had this whole thing where, you know, women can't do anything. I judge you on and I think this is the way it should be across the board. I judge you on your performance and the way and if you are intelligence. That's that's my two things, performance and intelligence. I don't care how you look. I don't care what you do away from here. Okay? When we step foot through the building, the best thing that we need to do is put out the good stuff through the speakers. If you're all on board with that, then I'm cool with it. I think it should be the same way in basketball, wherever, whatever you're doing. If you have a woman that can do it better, hire her. I've never, I've just never understood how people could sit here and say, all right, well, we're going to, we have this discrimination against women, or I'm just not going to hire her because she's a girl. I don't get it. I got two daughters at home. They're firecrackers. I'll admit that up front, but they're going to do whatever it is they want to do. Why? Because I've told them since they were young enough to hear me and told them they can do whatever they want to do as long as they work hard enough and they do what they're supposed to do. That's, that's just the way it should be. 803-978-1832, 803-978-1832 is the number to call. If you want to get involved with the rundown today, Muffet McGraw making those comments. I, I think that there is some validity in some of it. Maybe they should do make a, a better effort to have some female coaches in Division One. as far as for the men go. You can make that argument. Becky Hammond's doing her thing with the San Antonio Spurs. She coaches the Summer League team. Works for her there. But I think if you have the ability to lead and you know basketball and you can get a group of whoever to follow you. You're going to be a good basketball coach. Go at it. I don't care what, what gender you are. I really don't care. I think the only, the only thing I would hold against anybody is I'm not going to go get my hair cut with a barber that has a bad haircut. 
If the barber has a bad haircut, I might discriminate. I'm just saying. 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832 is the number to call. If I'm going to go eat with a chef, I want the chef to be chunky. Because, like, I, you know, I want him to, like, be eating his own food. The best food you'll get is from a chunky chef, in my opinion. All right, more this afternoon. i got some NFL rumors. We'll get into those. Of course, we'll take your calls on what Muffet McGraw said at 803-978-1832. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Rob Sounds Good. The full comments from her uh, I retweeted earlier today. So you can go and find that there on Twitter. But I've got some NFL rumors. I've also got Vanderbilt has picked their new coach in basketball, a name that kind of makes you scratch your head a little bit. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about a couple of the little things here as we get moving on the rundown. Oh, I've got... The absolute greatest poke at the Kentucky basketball team that someone actually paid for online or in Kentucky. But it's not a poke against Kentucky. It's a poke against Duke. It's Kentucky fans that own a business. They got something on the air in Kentucky that uh, made me laugh the first time that I heard it. I'll play that for you this afternoon as well. Uh, my NFL stuff, I've got some uh, ideas about Oh, what's going to happen with the NFL this close to the draft? And I'm going to tell you who's going to win the Final Four this weekend. So a lot to cover here on the rundown. We'll have more in just a moment. This is Fox Sports Radio 1400. Welcome back to the rundown. Actual greatness in studio with Andy Woods from down the hall joining us on WCOS. But he's leaving because he knows nothing about sports. And that's what we do here on the rundown is talk sports. All right. So final segment of the rundown for the week. And we got to move quick. Here's what we got. First of all, I got to play you this clip from this is from a Kentucky radio station. So apparently... There are Kentucky fans that are still upset, I guess, with Christian Leitner. I don't know. But I pulled the name of, this is from a furniture store in Kentucky. I'm not going to give them a free spot. But here's the, uh, here is the ad they've got running at a Kentucky radio station um, as they celebrate Duke losing and not winning the national title. Everything is marked way down lowest price in the mountain area. Free delivery right to your front door. Up to 48 months, no interest. Come on in and help us celebrate Duke getting the hell kicked out of them. Some people just can't let it go. They're having a let's celebrate Duke getting the hell kicked out of them sale at a Kentucky furniture store. Congratulations, folks. That is, uh, we always like work to try to get people some, uh, some creative ideas to advertise. If South Carolina gets to the point where they beat Clemson, if I were in football, if I were a local store, that's what I would have. We're having a South Carolina beats Clemson sale. Come celebrate this huge win and Clemson falling on their face. That I mean, that would be national news across the country. I'm not saying it's going to happen right now, but if it did, oh my goodness, that would be insane. 
So final four this weekend, I've got uh, my picks are simple. I, I like Virginia. I think Virginia wins is uh, my opinion. I, I think Virginia is they're just going to have too much defense for Auburn. I mean, it's just reality. And then I like uh, Texas Tech to win over Michigan State. I mean, Michigan State's in Michigan. I mean, it's it's. I know it sounds kind of bad, but it's cold up there. No, you can't win at anything in Michigan. Come on. But Michigan State, I do like them to actually win the the game this weekend. Too much defense for Auburn, and too much defense for Texas Tech. And we'll have Texas Tech and UVA in the final. And the final score on that thing would be like, I don't know, they might score 50 apiece. Shout out to Andrew watching online. We appreciate him and the rest of the folks checking us out there. Remember, podcast for the show will be up this afternoon about 5 o'clock or so. Uh, Next week, what are we going to get into? The Masters are here. And, like, my feed, everybody's like, I'll sell my kidney for a Masters badge. Really? Is it that important, folks? That you're going to give up your kidneys. I mean, I've got three kids. I can give up a kid, I guess, but I don't want to go to the Masters that bad. But people are literally, there's a guy on Twitter talking about, I'll sell my kidney if I can get a Masters badge. All right, sir. Good luck with that. Good luck with that. But the Masters next week, does Tiger Woods have a chance? Tiger Woods hasn't been the same since he got off of the... What's the term that I can use? The Perkins Buffet. There you go. Put two and two together. But ever since then, he hasn't been the same guy. I don't know if he can win the Masters or not. Of course, ESPN's going to shove him down our throat. We'll hear nothing but Tiger Watch. You know, they'll be upset if he doesn't make the cut, which could happen. I mean, it really, really could happen. But we'll focus on that next week. We'll have uh, our Masters picks Working on getting a golf writer on to talk with us about who he thinks is going to win the Masters. Because it is a big deal to folks. And, I mean, I, I like golf. And I, I guess the one time of the year that I watch is during the Masters. I, I do watch it then. I do think that um, the only time I play golf is generally the U.S. Open. Because it's in the summertime. So, I like to go out and sweat a little bit. Then I realized that I suck at golf, and then I don't want anything else to do with it. Um, Josh Rosen, final note here for the Arizona Cardinals, is expected to report for the start of the team's offseason program Monday, despite trade speculation. I think this trade speculation is just crap. I think they're going to keep him, and I think they're going to trade down, and somebody else is going to get Kyler Murray. So I think this is just people behind the scenes talking. And it's not going to work out well for them because they're going to end up overpaying for this pick. That's what happens when you're the number one pick in the draft. You got to have, I would have like a team of people that did nothing but put out misinformation. I'd call them my misinformation staff. Basically, I'd have a bunch of scoundrels and I would have two meetings. One was the meeting where we were actually doing something, and the other one would be a meeting where they don't know that we're giving them information, but they would just spread the bad information that I got. I'd have a separate draft board up there, and I would be telling them things like, yeah, we're trading, or no, we're not trading, or maybe we are. Just put out different messages all over the place because they're going to take all of it. Then you've got, 
you could level a lot of the playing field. But when you got that number one pick, you can do lots of things. All right, the rundown here on Fox Sports Radio 1400. Final minute of the show here. Final minute for the week. Hope everyone has a great weekend. By the way, I went out to Monster Jam this morning. Got to get up in uh, the big old Grave Digger. Be kind of cool to go and check that show out tonight and tomorrow. My video's up on the Facebook Live feed at Fox Sports Radio 1400. You can actually see inside the truck. Don't get to see that very often. Also got some pictures of how big Grave Digger is. A massive. So I'll also post some pictures. They'll be up on my blog page, foxsportsradio1400.com. If you're into that kind of thing, go watch some mud, mud trucks slinging some dirt around at the Colonial Life Arena. Lawton Spawn of Clemson Sports Talk is next. Be sure to tune in for his show. He will be happy to have you. He'll give you all the information you need as we get set up for the spring games this weekend. More of the rundown on Monday on Fox Sports Radio 1400.